Hi patrons, welcome to your your bonus episode. Episode. <laughs> I went slightly. I went. I went slightly Dutch there, Colin. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm very happy that we're now quickly recording the bonus side of things because. You know, the, the main shows are all good, but they go out to those riffraff public, whereas this just goes to the cool cats, the the top potatoes, as you call them, Jack, the ones we all love, the patrons. So it's always good doing a wee special show just for them. Yeah, and they get to pick the content of this bonus show. So we'll just dive straight in yeah, with... Yeah. Uh, there's a bit of feedback there, but hopefully it'll disappear because... I think that was my ear freshener going off. Right, OK, good stuff. War Heroes. Okay. It goes off every 36 minutes. Right, okay, so it might have been that then. Craig's talking about war heroes here. So what makes people self-sacrifice? I done a little tiny bit of research on this. Did you? And I've got a little little paragraph here that uh, we'll discuss then. Uh, there's no scientific understanding of the phenomenon, which is a word that I cannot say, um, of war heroism, and it's pretty incomplete. Currently, we can only speculate that the intuitive mindset of young minds fighting together in modern wars might reflect the conditions under which our ancestors fought in their wars. In these, self-sacrifice was likely to benefit close kin and heroism likely to increase reproductive chances. <laughs> I don't know if that means like if you're a hero, you get your home more. I don't know if that's what that's getting at. Oh, um, right. You get your really home not going to war and being at home with all the women. Yeah, but if you come back and you're like a super sexy war hero, it's going to be... I've built sixty people. Shag me. Yeah, basically, I, I like. I think I, I read a study that in Germany in the sixties or something like that, there would be people that would give themselves scars purposefully because scars kind of made the woman a little bit, a little bit horny. Oh, that's what the German guys thought anyway. That if you look like you'd been in the war or whatever. The woman fucking loved it, so guys would like cut their face with themselves to make it look like they had they'd been in wars and shit like that. Scars do work, like so. I used to have a massive scar on my arm, and I used to always use it as a kind of not used a to. Uh, where did it go? Um, I've had it tattooed over now. Right, okay. Um, so you can't see it anymore. It's been tattooed over. Um, but I used to always say I've been bit by a shark. <laughs> and how many, how many people were like? What what was a uh, Nobody ever, no, nobody ever believed it, but it opened up the conversation. I <laughs> got the chat going, do you know what I mean? So it was always quite good. Um, because the real, the real reason was I had a birthmark and they thought it might turn into cancer, so they cut it out, which isn't quite as much of a conversation starter. Yeah, um, like I heard somewhere else that there is scientific studies that show that women prioritise short-term relationships with guys mm-hmm. that have got scars. Okay, that's... that's Not handy. long-term, but short-term. Right, okay. Well, I don't have any in it. You can, if you squint, you can just see the end of it now. But it's got like a melting love heart going through it now. I've got one <laughs> I've got one in my arm, and you want to hear the, the truth? See if this would get you going if if I was speaking to you at the bar, Colin, right? Hi, Jack. Jack, what, what's that in your arm? When I was about eight or nine years of old, uh, years old. Sorry, I already fucked up. You want to, do you want to start again? Because uh, I can't speak. <laughs> right, get, get away and get your pal. <laughs> hey, hold on. I'll get Tina. Oh, Tina. hello. Look at your arm. Right, Tina, how are you doing? You all right? I'm all right. How are you? <laughs> I was like, oh, you want to know about the scar? I was like eight or nine and right. I was out on my bike and I turned the handlebars too quickly and fell onto a glass bottle. Oh, geez, that's like a double, double bad one, isn't it? <laughs> Falling off the bike and the bottle. 
Were you a big uh, grave boy? Uh, no, I had, do you ever mind the t-shirts that would change colour with temperature? Yeah, I think they were called like hypercolour t-shirts. Yeah, I had one of them and I had to wrap up the blood in that, so it ruined my best t-shirt as well. Oh, that's such a shame. I'll tell you what, why don't you pump me? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm getting a bit coy now. Uh, I'm really liking this freestyle stuff here, man, to be honest with you, but I think that's the first time we've ever, I mean, we've done that absolutely car crash episode where we tried to do fucking, I was going to say interpretive comedy, but it's not that, it's... Just talking shit. Just talking shit, but there is a name for it. But yeah, what Improv, it? Improv, that's it. Yeah, so Tina's getting pumped because of my scar. But I did have that t-shirt, it was so cool, it was my favourite t-shirt. Yeah, they were cool t-shirts. So I, had the, I had the thing and it would change with temperature. I think, but... said, I think they, they said global hypercolour on them, I think. Right, okay, no, so it was pretty cool, but yeah. I um, wrap my arm up. Yeah, so there's, back to where we were, um, some motivational complex that ultimately drives warriors and contemporary heroes. So I think it's just like some people have got it and some people don't by the sounds of it. I would be the guy who certainly did not have it, I think. <laughs> Let's yeah, be I, honest. I, yeah, I'd be quite happy if there was a war not to go. Um, I wear contact lenses, so they wouldn't want me anyway. I'd stay at home and make sure everybody's okay at home. Um I just like it's not. I wouldn't even. It's not even being scared of the fighting or anything like that. I just think it'd be shit. I, would, I wouldn't enjoy it. Um, I wouldn't enjoy having to wear the uniform or anything. It'd be horrible. It would be rubbish. Yeah. Um, but it's. I don't know. You think of war. It's it's a bit of a shame that you when you, when I think of war heroes. The one that comes to mind immediately now is the old fella that was walking around his garden during lockdown. Um, but he's dead now. Sir Tom. Yes, Sir Tom, that's the one. Old Sir Tom, who by all accounts was a, was a fine, fine, fine man. His family uh, weren't but well there. Yeah, well, his reputation's in tatters now because his family set up a charity and robbed it fucking blind. Uh-huh. Um, you also think about Major Charles Ingram, who yeah. cheated on him once millionaire. Uh-huh. Um, what other war heroes are there? Well, just because you're in a war doesn't exactly make you a war hero, you know? Yeah, I suppose. It just makes you, like, be, just make you were there. Unless, unless you... Subscribe to the, I think, the fallacy that all people that go to war are heroes. Oh, well, that's a very noble thing to say, Jack. That's a, I, that's I, a vote I, winner. I don't subscribe I don't to it. Subscribe I'm saying. Oh, right, okay, you don't, right. Maybe not a vote winner for you then. Um, no, I don't think it's a, because I'm going to say something controversial, and I don't mind, because this is the bonus show that only the good guys hear. Oh. Joining the army, right, let me, let me say this properly. James Blunt, right, the singer, uh-huh. right, he joined the Queen's Rifles, right, and he was really, really posh, and he made a real good career out of the army, he, got his, he worked his way up till he was actually guarding the Queen and stuff like that, right? Did I never knew that. So that's one end of the army. A lot of guys I know that joined the army were wee neds that couldn't get jobs anywhere else. Yeah, I know a boy that joined the army, kind of for that reason, and then he was too, he was actually too fat to be in the army. So he became a, um, he, he stayed in the army, but he was a, a drummer in the piping band. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, I don't know, it's it's an odd one. Obviously, like, your frontline soldiers and stuff like that, regardless of why they joined, I'd, I'd say they are all proper heroes, because at the end of the day, they're putting themselves out there, and if shit goes down, you'll rely on them. 
Well, yeah, but, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I, I was not saying that, but I was saying like there is like the fucking bagpiping division, the fucking drummer yeah. division, the fucking the, stuff like that. The cunts that twirl the sticks and all that. Like that's part of the army. Yeah. Like grow up. <laughs> the, the radio ones, the ones that are there to make sure the radios work and stuff like that. I suppose, but if you again, maybe if you're like, if if you're right there at the front and you need to make sure that the the guy right at the front's radio is working, then yeah. There was a there was a thing on Channel Four, a documentary about um, the army. And it was about young people joining the army and they were all living together and they were filming it all. Right. And one of them got kicked out because uh, he wanked one of the other one's pillows. He, he pardoned? He, he what? Was, he wanked on one of the other guy's pillows. On it, right. Okay, I thought you said he wanked one of the other guy's pillows and I was like, how the fuck do you wank a pillow? He wanked, right. over, he wanked over the pillow. So he spunked into a pillow? He, he spunked into the pillow and put it on the guy's bed. The guy came back to get into his bed and there was spunk all over his pillow and this boy went away and asked for a replacement pillow and the army major, the boss army man, basically said, why do you need it? And the whole story came out. And the reason they kicked him out for it, because it is just a daft prank, I suppose. They kicked him out because if you're, if you're at war right. or if you're on deployment somewhere, your bed is the only place which is just yours. It's the only place you can rely on at the end of a day. It's, your only, it's the only place which is just your bit. Nobody else has anything to do with it, etc. And it's seen as a really bad thing to mess with where somebody sleeps. It's kind of bad. Any, anyway, I get that, but yeah, that's your sanctum, your your bed. Yeah, but I, like, cunt shouldn't be spunking in it. Cunt shouldn't be spunking in anything that's not theirs. Really. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, anything that's not theirs or they're not in a relationship with. Yeah, that should be the two rules. Aye. Is that your? Is that your? Is that your T-shirt? Don't spunk on it. In. Yeah. Uh-huh. Listen, Aye. that's my curtains. Those yours? Are they yours? Are they Is that your pram? No. Right. <laughs> I'm only saying it because the pram next time. Um, yes. <laughs> Paul, dirty habits. What's the worst? What, what is a dirty habit? Pick your nose and eating it, that sort of stuff. Spunking in people, other people's clothes. <laughs> That's pretty bad. That's pretty high up. Picking your, nose picking your nose isn't a dirty habit if you pick your nose and you put it into the bin or you put it into a tissue or something. That's like what that. I said, pick your nose and eat it. That's... Yeah, if you eat it, that's horrendous. What are you doing? That? That's congealed bits of blood you're eating. Like, um, like, like cut your nails and like ping them across the room. Dirty habit. Yeah, um, dirty habit. Telling somebody to pull your finger then farting. Funny. But dirty Still. Habit. Like blowing your nose and just leaving the hanky on the table. Yes. Um, um, well, this isn't a dirty habit. It's just one that I hate. Mm-hmm. And this isn't this isn't a direct dig at you tonight. Just tardiness. Just been late. Oh yeah, I was eight minutes late tonight for recording. You were ten minutes late. It was um, eight. Right, okay. But that yeah, latest calm's the latest person in the world all the time. Um, you better work like she dropped me at work all day, right? And I finished at all four. She's making come back and get me. And I got mm-hmm. out at Hall 4, she was there. I went, I'll give her five minutes. She not turned up. And I, I thought, right, she's forgot. And I phoned her. And she's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm just leaving. <laughs> she, she'd forgot. She'd forgot to come get me. Oh, so I, I just sat and walked for, like, for, for, for 20 minutes until she got there, man. Good agent. I just didn't get an Uber. Yeah, I could have. But I, might, I could have waited 15, 20 minutes for an Uber as well. Oh, but I, I, you could have done. Um, it's having a wank sock. Is that a dirty habit? Don't you, 
I don't know if that's a thing. I've never had a even when I was a young, dirty, little, smelly, wanking teenager. <laughs> um, I don't have a specific fucking. So it is a dirty habit if you've got one. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're 38. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't have a wank sock, I'm happy to say. Um, like, there's got to be, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like. What else is dirty habits? Not washing your hands when you go to the toilet? Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely. Like, when I was younger, I would probably, I used to, like, because George Carlin used to do a skit about washing your hands when you go to the toilet. And he would say, Back in my day, unless you had literally had a bit of shit in your hand, you would wash it. Yeah. Um, and I probably was guilty of not washing my hands as much when I was younger. But yeah, after I got to the toilet, you get your hands. I, I, I wash my hands every time I go to the toilet, but I do it because I read once that it's it's good because you're doing it regularly. It's, it's, you're not really washing your hands just because you've been to the toilet, but right. because you maybe pee five or six times a day, if you wash your hands every time you pee, right. that means you've washed your hands five or six times that day. I, so I, I suppose that makes sense, I Because mm-hmm. otherwise you wouldn't wash your hands regularly. Because if you're, we were talking about showers in the other show, if you're showering properly and drying yourself properly and wearing deodorant and stuff like that, touching yourself to get to do a pee shouldn't be that filthy an experience. No, no, it shouldn't be, no. So, but it's, it's, it isn't more so for the dirty side of it. It's, I think it's just a regular thing to, to make you wash your hands throughout a day. Uh, smoking. That's a dirty habit. Yeah, that's mine. That's a very dirty habit. That is mine. Um, well, it's a dirty habit. Do you always pick up Charlie's jobbies when you're out doing the walk? Unless they're too runny to pick up, because sometimes you get diarrhea. Right, okay. What if you're out walking them at like the early hours of the morning and he goes into a bush or he goes right up against like a wee... But it's hard to get, but he does a big jobby and it's freezing cold outside and you just walk home. If, see, if, see if I, I take him to the park and he's like four foot into a bush? Yeah. I'm not climbing in the bush to pick up a shite now. Right, okay. And I'll hold my hands up. Like, like, I always pick up a shite. Yeah. Unless it's like, if it, but he never really shakes in bushes, so it's not really an issue. Like, he never like runs away and like goes right into the middle of nowhere because he's a big fat bastard as well, so he can't really, he can't really fit places. It's funny though because obviously you'll take Charlie out and you'll pick up Charlie's shit but you'll let the cat out and the cat will be out all day shitting and you've got no idea about it. Aye, my cat's an indoor cat but yeah, ah, my, okay. I've had outdoor, I've had outdoor cats in the past. Yeah. Yeah, they're more, cats are more, they, they like shitting and cover it up and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying they do it all the time and make a perfect job of it but they, 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 they don't tend to shit like in the middle of somebody's garden and stuff like that. Foxes oh. do, you know, yeah. but I don't think cats. I saw a TikTok about a guy that had taught his cat to uh, use the toilet. I've seen that, yeah. And apparently, it's really bad for them though, because if they get they get into the habit of doing it, and eventually they'll get too old to do it, and they'll, that's the only way they'll know how to do the toilet. So they'll, they'll either not do the toilet properly and make themselves sick, or they'll jump up in the toilet one day, and they won't be well enough to stand up on it, and they'll fall into the toilet and they might drown. Right, okay. Um, um, we're at 15 minutes why don't we do another 5-10 minutes of our question thing that you found <laughs> just basically this is, this is the plumbing new depth um, I will put up as well so we can both get a shot of pressing it yeah because right? some of them are a bit shite so we'll just skip through these. this is a random question generator so I'll go first um, see because it's like some of them are very much like I don't know shite let's just be honest 
Um, would you rather be stuck on a broken ski lift or a broken elevator? Um, a ski lift because I'd be sat down. Yeah, I've never been on a ski lift, so I don't really know. I have been stuck. I got stuck in an elevator or a lift when I was about thirteen in Malta by myself. Yeah, for about forty minutes, and that was crap. Yeah, it's not great. In elevators, but elevators you're inside. You're inside. coming up and stuff like that. Yeah. So they've, they've both got there. Like if you were like if it, if it was like proper freezing, you might die. You could die. Yeah. Uh, I would go lift. That's what I'm okay, going for. Yeah, yeah that's fair enough. Uh, you you click until you get decent ones because I'll because I some of them what I say is a shite. If you lost all of your possessions but one, what would you want it to be? I think I know what your answer would be, but maybe I'm just <laughs> oversimplifying it. What your answer would be? Your phone. Yeah, hundred percent. Well. If a house and my car is... Yeah, option. like, that's what I was going to say. If you're, is your house an option? Yeah. <laughs> like, because that's a really simple one. I want my house. Out of it. And but then if that's not an option, I want my car. And then if that's not an option, I probably want my phone. Yeah, phones for... Because think about your phone is... If you lost everything else, your phone's your wallet. It's your computer. It's your iPod. It's your camera. It's your everything. It's your telly. It's everything, really. So... I think that's, that was, that does make sense. Have you got a go-to dance move, Colin? Um, I don't have a go-to dance move. I've started when I, when I like always take pictures of the football. I take a picture at every game with my mate, and I've started doing the peace sign in the picture. Oh, dear. Right. Yeah, so that's my new thing. Right, okay. I do this, like, when I used to go to dance, it was a standing point. I know nobody can see this, but I'm just sort of, Got one finger and just randomly pointing it there. Yeah, that's a good one. This is a really shite random question, generator, because I've had the same four things come out of it eight times already. Here's one. What's one of your favourite smells? Smells? Yeah. Um, I like, <laughs> they like lavender. No, like, that's nice. I, I was like, yeah, I like... Uh, baking. I know that's... <laughs> I'm not saying like a pure... As if I'm writing a really shitty Tinder bio here. Um, but yeah, but like home baking's nice to smell. Um, yeah. I like the smell of good cooking. I like the smell of Versace blue jeans. <laughs> uh, well, that's weird because I was going to say dupe or jump or go to the mail. So. Oh, mate. Uh, I go. Josh gave me dupe recently because somebody so, gave him it. He doesn't like it. Yeah, but, but it must be an age thing because he's like, he's like, oh, for fuck's sake, I don't believe you like that. And I, I did put it on there then. It was, it is really pungent, man. Yeah, like it's got that. a very, it's got a very 1997 vibe to it. It's, yeah, it's a, it's like, I think the girl's version would be Angel or something like that, I think. I uh, look, I've got, that's, that's, uh, still my favourite of us, actually, Blue Jeans. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a funny thing. I used to wear it quite a lot and like, even in recent years and, I remember when I first started wearing it when I was 17, 18, people used to love it. Like, people went mad for it. Now people go, oh my God, is that dupe? Hmm. <laughs> it's a totally different, but they still like the smell, but it's, a, it's just, it used to be everywhere. Um, but yeah, Jean-Paul Gaultier Lemail I bought recently, and I hadn't had that for about 10 years, and I still love that. I remember getting a, one of, must be one of the very first Burberry's that came out. Oh yeah, it may have just been Burberry, Burberry or something. It would have been, mm-hmm. and absolutely loving that. 
Yeah, I think I remember at the that time. One. And even back then, when I was 17, 18, it was like 50 quid a bottle, which was a lot back then. I don't know how much do you pay for, like, say, like the brand new smell nowadays. Like, I don't know what they like. I say, I buy Versace Blue Jeans because it's fucking 12 quid. Yeah, you're probably looking about 50, 60 quid for a decent one. Uh, right? So it's, it's not actually been up that much. No. Um, superpowers, oh, these are boring. I'm getting the same questions here. If you were a vegetable, what vegetable would you be? <laughs> I'd be either an onion, because there's many layers to me, or a potato, because <laughs> I'm right down here. Right. Was this, are these questions that you used to ask some sort of team building exercise or something? I like used that? to ask them job interviews. Yeah, mm. right, okay. That's um If you were awesome. a if you're a bit of furniture, what would you be? Oh I'd be a bookcase because I'm full of knowledge. I'd be a bed because then I could watch people shagging. What <laughs> 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 hired me? <laughs> uh, no. It's the, it's the same ten, twelve questions, that one. That's crap. But uh That'll do us, I think, man. I've got, I've got one question here for you. Right, one more then. Cool. If you had to change your name, what would you change it to? Ultimate. Ultimate? Yeah, like Ultimate Warrior, but Ultimate Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. This, I, this was, again, 20-odd years ago in that sort of friend group of, of that age, you know. Um, we would speak about having a child and if you had a child, what would you call it? Mm-hmm. And I was kind of, as jokingly said, I'd love to call my, my kid Ultimate, like the mm-hmm. Ultimate Shaw. Um, but it's kind of just stuck with me that that might have just been one conversation we had that was like a running joke or whatever for years. You know, you have them as a, as a sort of youngster. But yeah, Ultimate, what about you? Um, probably Kanye. Uh, no, I wouldn't do that. I'd maybe change it to Danger. Danger. Yeah, Danger. What, what about like, Lord, Lord, just Lord Shaw. I could be like you, you could be one of the wankers that buys that thing on Amazon though to become a Lord if you wanted. Can you still get? Is that still a thing? Yeah, you're you're basically buying like a one centimeter by one centimeter bit of grass at some Lord's castle, and that enables you to say that because you own a castle, you're allowed to be a Lord or something, mm-hmm. and you can phone up and change your bank cards and all that with it. Yeah. Okay, I'm on, I'm on a new one. Sorry, that's a, a wee bit better. It seems so far. Uh, what board game do you like the most? Buckaroo. Is that a board game? Bucker Plunk. Is that a board game? Monopoly. See, Monopoly's the first board game that you said. There. A game of life for Dreamphone. Oh, I don't know what Dreamphone is. What's that? Dreamphone's like <laughs> it was one that my friend that was a girl used to play with our pals. I always wanted a shot of it. It was like the game of life, but just for girls, and it had a phone in the middle, and they used to get phone calls during the game and stuff. Oh, like for Justin Timberlake and shit? Kind of, like from your pals and stuff, or asking you out. Right. Do you ever remember the the shot of, I don't even think, I think I wanted it when I was younger, my mum, when they get me, it was like a board game, and it came with a VHS, and it was like, they were like the... It was called Night Fear. Was that what it was called? Yeah. yeah I never played it. It was like the, the, the tape was... It was basically you played the game and you put the tape on in the background and the tape had a 60-minute countdown on it. And every right. now and then, this scary man would come on and go, Engine keepers, you need to play two and five dice throws now. All and right, okay. during the 60 minutes, every time he came back, his body and his face were decaying and getting uglier and more demonic and stuff like that. 
Um, yeah, it was called. Treasure, something, treasure something you could have played once through, and it would have been quite fun. Yeah, kept making new ones. Like I had me, I had the original, and then I had like Night Fear Five, and right. it just came with different videos and different people and stuff like that. You ever played Cranium? Mm, I know the name. I don't think I've played it. So it's like it's a really it's like a fun game. It's more adult if you want to. Like we go in teams and there's like you get potty, so you like you get a card that will say like make the Eiffel Tower like a putty and you need to make it ah, and your okay. partner needs to guess it and stuff like that and then you need That's to like cool. hum songs and sort of stuff like that. So Cranium is quite fun as a as an adult. Um, yeah, that's it. I'd quite like that, I think. That'd be good. Uh, these are all rubbish. I, want, I just got one more to get to 25 minutes. Okay. Um, here's one. Hi. Tell me something you've learned in the last week. Oh, put in a spot. What have I learned in the last week? Do you think of anything so I don't just go um, into complete silence for a minute? Because I, I actually, was, I, I was, to uh, face. Right, but. I was in an all-day planning session in work yesterday for Q1, and I learned how to use a new bit of software for planning sprints. So it doesn't get much boring than that, but I quite enjoyed it. Do you know what? I, like I'm having, do you know what I'd want to learn, but I'm having issues with the new iOS 17 update with writing texts, right? Mm-hmm. And you get the blue underline, right? Because mm-hmm. it's changed something. And then, see when you're, I'm trying to just move the cursor to a specific point. Yeah. It seems to constantly be selecting the full word. And I then know. when I try to move it, I get the two cursors. And then I feel like I'm sliding it to get the single cursor. It's annoying. If you press your finger down as if you're doing touch ID, it zooms in with magnifying glass and you can do it properly so you can get it exactly I, but see that no 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 see I know that already like I, I've known about the magnifying thing for forever but it's just it seems to be when I'm trying to do that it's selecting maybe I'm just doing something wrong I must be because it seems really buggy to me and yeah. they don't particularly release buggy stuff but it is a beta so it might get better but do that anyway that'll do much longer than I thought we were going to go, so... Yeah, a 26-minute bonus. You guys do not know you're born. If anything, you should really be signing up with a second card now. <laughs> yeah, don't don't, don't push them away, Colin. <laughs> okay, please stay. Please stay. Please um, stay. Right, okay, um, it's Friday night, Jack. Let's go and do Crazy Wild Friday night things. I'm going to be dancing, right? Yeah, okay, I'll see you there. Right, take it easy, mate. Okay, bye. Colin, I personally don't think there's anybody still listening and if they are, they're pretty hardcore long-term memory fans and I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash long-term memory or by clicking the link in the show notes. Absolutely. And if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't their bag, they can still offer us continual support by leaving a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts.